Hey friends, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick podcast. Today I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and we are continuing to read the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 148, and we will be reading chapters 32 through 34 of Job, as well as Psalm 143. So let's just jump right into it. So these three men quit answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then Elihu, son of Barakel, and the Buzite from the family of Ram, became angry. He was angry at Job because he had justified himself rather than God. He was also angry at Job's three friends because they had failed to refute him and yet had condemned him. Now Elihu waited to speak to Job because they were all older than he. But when he saw that the three men could not answer Job, he became angry. So Elihu, son of Barakel, the Buzite, replied, I am young in years while you are old. Therefore, I was timid and afraid to tell you what I know. I thought that age should speak and maturity should teach wisdom. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath from the Almighty, that gives anyone understanding. It is not only the old who are wise or the elderly who understand how to judge. Therefore, I say, listen to me. I too will declare what I know. Look, I waited for your conclusions. I listened to your insights as you sought for words. I paid close attention to you, yet no one uh, proved Job wrong. Not one of you refuted his arguments. So do not claim we have found wisdom. Let God deal with him, not man. But Job has not directed his argument to me, and I will not respond to him with your arguments. Job's friends are dismayed and can no longer answer. Words have left them. Should I continue to wait that now that they are silent, now that they stand there and no longer answer? I too will answer. Yes, I will tell you what I know. For I am full of words and my spirit compels me to speak. My heart is like unvented wine. It is about to burst like new wineskins. I must speak so that I can find relief. I must open my lips and respond. I will be partial to no one, and I will not give anyone an undeserved title. For I do not know how to give such titles, otherwise my maker would remove me in an instant. But now, Job, pay attention to my speech and listen to all my words. I'm going to open my mouth. My tongue will form words on my palate. My words come from my upright heart, and my lips speak with sincerity what they know. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Refute me if you can. Prepare your case against me. Take your stand. I'm just like you before God. I was also pinched off from a piece of clay. Fear of me should not terrify you. No pressure from me should weigh you down. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard these very words. I am pure without transgression. I am clean and have no iniquity. But he finds reasons to oppose me. He regards me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He stands watch over all my paths. But I tell you that you are wrong in this matter. Since God is greater than man, why do you take him to court for not answering anything a person asks? For God speaks time and again, but a person may not notice it. In a dream and a vision at night, when deep sleep comes over people as they slumber in their beds, he uncovers their ears and terrifies them with warnings. In order to turn a person from his actions and suppress the pride of a person, God spares his soul from the pit. His life from crossing the river of death. A person may be disciplined on his bed with pain and constant distress in his bones so that he detests bread and his soul despises his favorite food. 
His flesh wastes away to nothing, and his unseen bones stick out. He draws near to the pit, and his life to the executioners. If there is an angle on his side, an angel, excuse me, if there is an angel on his side, one mediator out of a thousand to tell a person what is right for him and to be gracious to him and say, spare him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Then his flesh will be healthier than in his youth, and he will return to the days of his youthful vigor. He will pray to God and God will delight in him. That person will see his face with a shout of joy and God will restore his righteousness to him. He will look at men and say, I have sinned and perverted what was right, yet I did not get what I deserved. He redeemed my soul from going down to the pit, and I will continue to see the light. Just so you know, each time I've said the word pit so far, it's capitalized. So we know it's talking about a place, a proper place. It is talking about hell. God, will, God certainly does all these things two or three times to a person in order to turn him back from the pit so he may shine with the light of life. Pay attention, Job, and listen to me. Be quiet and I will speak. But if you have something to say, answer me. Speak for I would like to justify you. If not, then listen to me and be quiet and I will teach you wisdom. Then Elihu continued saying, Hear my words, you wise ones, and listen to me, you knowledgeable ones. Doesn't the ear test words as the palate tastes food? Let us judge for ourselves what is right. Let us decide together what is good. For Job has declared, I am righteous, yet God has deprived me of justice. Would I lie about my case? My wound is incurable. Though I'm without transgression, what man is like Job? He drinks derision like water. He keeps company with evildoers and walks with wicked men. For as he said, a man gains nothing when he becomes God's friend. Therefore, listen to me, you men of understanding. It is impossible for God to do wrong and for the Almighty to act unjustly. For he repays a person according to his deeds, and he gives him what his conduct deserves. Indeed, it is true that God does not act wickedly, and the Almighty does not pervert justice. Who gave him authority over the earth? Who put him in charge of the entire world? If he put his mind to it and withdrew the spirit and breath he gave, every living thing would perish together and mankind would return to the dust. If you have understanding, hear this. Listen to what I have to say. Could one who hates justice govern the world? Will you condemn the mighty righteous one who says to a king, worthless man, and to nobles, wicked men? God is not partial to princes and does not favor the rich over the poor, for they are all the work of his hands. They die suddenly in the middle of the night. People shudder, then pass away. Even the mighty are removed without effort, for his eyes watch over a man's ways, and he observes all his steps. There is no darkness, no deep darkness, where evildoers can hide. God does not need to examine a person further. That one should approach him in court. He shatters the mighty without an investigation and sets others in their place. Therefore, he recognizes their deeds and overthrows them by night, and they are crushed. In full view of the public, he strikes them for their wickedness, because they turned aside from following him and didn't understand any of his ways, but caused the poor to cry out to him and heard the outcry of the needy. But when God is silent, who can declare him guilty? When he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he watches over both individuals and nations so that godless men should not rule or ensnare the people. Suppose someone says to God, I have endured my punishment. I will no longer act wickedly. 
teach me what I cannot see. I have done wrong. I won't do it again. If I have done wrong, I won't do it again. Should God repay you on your terms when you have rejected his? Okay, that one right there. That one right there. Should God repay you on your terms when you have rejected his? Oh my gosh, this one gets me. Every time um, someone chooses to live life however they desire to live it, and then want to question why in their minds, quote, God has turned their back on them, or never turn to God unless they're in need. Um, and then expect God to do these crazy, miraculous things. Um, is God capable? Absolutely. Does he sometimes do that? Yeah, I've, I've seen it, to be honest. I've seen it. But why in the world do we expect the abundance of God's blessings to be on our lives when we refuse to follow according to his will? That verse right there, because when I read, if you've been following for any amount of time, I don't say what chapter I'm on. I just read as if I'm reading a regular book because for me, I just want to be seamless with it. But if you want to go back and look at this, that is Job 34 and that is verse 33. Should God repay you on your terms when you have rejected his? And then it goes on to say, you must choose, not I. So declare what you know. Reasonable men will say to me, along with the wise men who hear me, Job speaks without knowledge. His words are without insight. If only Job were tested to the limit because his answers are like those of wicked men. For he ad adds rebellion to his sin. He scornfully claps in our presence while multiplying his words against God. Oh. Man, 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 man. Psalm 143. Um, Lord, hear my prayer and your faithfulness listen to my plea and in your righteousness answer me. Do not bring your servant into judgment, for no one alive is righteous in your sight. For the enemy has pursued me, crushing me to the ground, making me live in darkness like those long dead. My spirit is weak within me. My heart is overcome with dismay. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all, I, on all you have done. I reflect on the work of your hands. I spread out my words to you, or I spread out my hands to you, excuse me. I am like parched land before you, Selah. Answer me quickly, Lord, my spirit fails. Don't hide your face from me, or I will be like those going down to the pit. Let me experience your faithful love in the morning, for I trust in you. Reveal to me the way I should go, because I appeal to you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I come to you for protection. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, Lord, let me live. In your righteousness, deliver me from trouble. And in your faithful love, destroy my enemies. Wipe out all those who attack me, for I am your servant. That is our reading for today. I hope you'll come back tomorrow as we continue to journey through this amazing, life-giving, fully alive book of scripture that changes us from the inside out. I'll see you then.